hello everyone welcome to the new episode of everyday talkies now before you jump on to listening to this episode wait take a breath smile get your regular dose of life changing entropy here on everyday talkies hello guys welcome to the new episode of everyday talkies and we are back again today with uh, the very boring co-host pushkar pushkar say hello to everyone hello. <laughs> but on the opposite spectrum uh, we have somebody new uh, joining us today and we'll be talking about something different because i think for the past couple of weeks you have been listening us uh, rant not rant i think talk about you know guns jumps and steel psychology and you know all of that there were so many heavy heavy topics so today you know uh, we are in a very i don't know what mood we're going to rant a bit we're going to learn about different perspectives but before that let me introduce to you another guest we have janvi hello hi janvi introduce to me because i don't know you as well as to the audience that why did we call you today and why did pushkar call you today rather so i have been homeschooled for 10 years and after that i got a chance to study in st xavier's college mumbai and i was a part of classroom system for one year and now again in my 12th standard i was a part of online system so in all i have experienced homeschooling classroom schooling and online schooling <laughs> and other than that i'm pushkar's friend so <laughs> well, that's the disadvantage in this whole lineup but uh... okay this for advantage okay. <laughs> but okay pushkar why are you here uh i am here because uh, i don't know i'm sure you are incapable of making a good episode without me that's why i'm here uh, but that's also fine. the fact that but also you know uh, i spent my final year of law school uh you know online as well Mm-hmm. so when you said to me when you just started mp right so when you yeah. said to me that online education sucks and you were about to start a rant i was like wait let's make an episode <laughs> out of this i know a person uh, will might as well get some views out of your ranting thanks you know thanks finally of thinking about content i am the only one who pushes you but fine okay with all of that you know let's postpone a rant for a bit because i am very interested to learn about homeschooling and you know where do you live you live in kolhapur itself yes i live in kolhapur i have lived in pune kolhapur i lived in mumbai for a year and corona brought me back to kolhapur again <laughs> so you did homeschooling in a village city like kolhapur uh, not to diss kolhapur but just to you know this pushkar <laughs> i wouldn't call vill- kolhapur a village city <laughs> i think homeschooling has nothing to do with where you are true true so you know tell us about what homeschooling is okay so i think homeschooling is a very individualized journey for but for me homeschooling has been exploring the aspects of my own self which i wish to develop or which I always wanted to learn. So it all began when I was in first standard and my mother realized I had a good inclination towards music whereas you know going to school coming back and doing homeworks and all those things were kind of cutting me off from something I always wanted to pursue. Mm-hmm. So she started it as an experiment and it turned out really well. I for like for the first 6 months I was like painting and dancing and singing and doing all those things I always wished to do. It felt like a 6 month long holiday and I realized that okay textbooks can be fun too so i slowly went to the textbooks and i finally found my balance i think homeschooling is all about finding balance true like but uh, like before class 1 were you uh, in a you know kg or nursery or you know whatever uh, pre primary sections are there or were you homeschooled till then i have been to uh, pre primary and kg and all i remember is uh, sitting in the van and crying in the kg class because everyone around me used to cry like for the first uh, month of junior kg i used to think you go to school for crying <laughs> because every single kid around me used to cry but then there was a drastic change right you were already in a system 
you know there were few years right you were already in a school uh, you were habituated or you were crying at mm-hmm. least daily on a day to day basis uh, about going to school but when you switched to <laughs> homeschooling it was a drastic change and as you mentioned it was an experiment right so you were maybe the first ones uh, to do it to be honest i was very young i was very young to sense any kind of a drastic change in fact my parents introduced me homeschooling in a very different manner for they never really just declared that okay this is your day one of homeschooling for them they took it in a very gradual way so i remember my first standard got over and there were summer vacations and as usual my mother come to me and ask me what all activities you want to do and i said yeah i want to join this camp and do all that and i always felt like my homeschooling was you know a step by step increase in it it was never like someone directly pushed me into that and i think it is also about communication my parents also took great amount of efforts to just sit down with me and communicate things with me from a younger age it was never overwhelming in fact i was so happy that i don't have to go to school <laughs> i can obviously understand like if you tell a kid that you don't have to go to school i think that's the best gift uh, ever but you know how how does homeschooling really work like do your parents teach you do you have a tutor coming in like are you in a group of uh, people in home or are you you know learning alone like how, what is exactly the structure so uh, to be honest uh, for class second and third like let's say till class fourth i never had any restrictions on textbook based studies i always had a huge inclination towards mathematics and i used to ask my i mean my dad used to get me many different interesting books based on math and i used to try solving those and when i couldn't i used to go to him and ask him and sometimes he would mentor me on how to learn or how i can make it easier but i don't remember my parents you know sitting there and teaching me the way a tutor would teach i never had any tutors except one i had for french because my parents couldn't speak french but other than that no tutors no pressure unless and until i don't get up and go to my parents and ask them to teach me something or help me with something they never really forced me but i think there was one restriction it was you know inculcating some sort of self discipline i used to have weekly targets that by the end of this week you should be able to explain these this kind of chapters or whatever be it, these concepts and it used to depend on me whether i want to make ppts or make physical projects or you know get some things from outside and bring them home and do things after i think class 4 uh, things got a little serious because i was struggling with i won't say i was struggling with i was not used to writing things for me telling anything was all about narration and expression so that was one let's say a minor challenge i faced in my homeschooling when i was in class 5 but i think that was very easily overcome my dad started dictating me notes and i used to write for my practice yeah it was all good i was a nerd i would praise myself here <laughs> No, but it's not bad to be a nerd. Come on, we have, we have some. We need to have some good yeah, representation. Yeah, we're all nerds here. Yes, but okay. You know, tell me this because you know, howsoever you know, you blame the Indian education system, but there are some merits, right? Because you get to learn different subjects, and it's good to have a knowledge about variety of subjects because then only you'll be able to understand, you know, what interests that you have. I understand that you know you have a inclination towards cultural arts in the early age, but it's good to know about different fields. you know as pushkar is a is a strong proponent of history right yeah he he wants everyone to know history right and i like <laughs> and i want people to know the basics of science so you know if people are homeschooling or just learning a particular subject it might hamper or was it that case for you like were you learning all subjects or was it one focused discipline uh, it definitely wasn't it definitely wasn't because i think when it came to sciences i used to love studying sciences till class 10 even though i opted for arts <laughs> and i think i would give my father entire credit for this because you know he never really kept a textbook in front of me and said okay now this is physics and these are definitions and go by heart them for him he used to take me out 
or you know he would ask me questions like what do you think is happening with our wheel when we are driving our car or why do you think we need to oil our engine or questions like why do you think our vegetables decay after a certain point and it is to really fascinate me i never really looked at science as something i would you know shuffle through my textbooks or by heart or anything it was always like the world the house whatever things there are in my drawers and cupboards are in my laptop i'm so glad somebody is speaking about and science in fact, like this fact there were subjects i hated okay what subjects were you hated okay this is an important topic what <laughs> i was i mean even though i enjoyed biology i was never ever good at it but how do you determine good because you're studying on your own so how do you know like what's good and bad because exams are the metrics that's right that's a very valid point right because usually we get to know that we are bad at a subject because if we fail something right so you never had exams right so how would you evaluate yourself you know whether you're good at something or not my parents give a lot of importance to check how well i am able to describe something or narrate something or how well i am able to convey what i understood out of it and for me exams were never about writing i never had written exams till class 8 after that my father started you know designing those written papers because i eventually had to appear for 10th boards and he wanted me to be prepared for that psychologically so okay wait so you have to write 10th boards even if you are homeschooled yeah i mean of course you have to write 10th boards otherwise you won't be able to write 12th boards like you have two options you can give fifth standard exam and write 10th boards and then again homeschool and give 12th boards externally or you can do what i did i gave fifth exam ex- externally then 10th externally and i joined system from there oh by the way uh, this reminds me i i did my 11th and 12th external wait okay wait so what's external education like don't you don't study in a school no external at least for me it was like um, you take admission in a college but you only go there to give exam so that's like uh, engineering colleges right sorry engineering schools <laughs> you know because i'm seriously okay wait i'll tell you this In Kota, there is a whole system, right? That you just go there for your tuitions to prepare for IIT in eleven, twelve, and there are no schools. They just call you for your twelfth board exams, and you never go to school. Yeah, that's what that's what mine was on like a much less uh, suicidal uh, way. <laughs> But when I'm saying externally, I mean so we have this provision called seventeen number form given by our state board of Maharashtra. So for that, the only eligibility criteria is that you should pass your fifth standard exam. and you should be you know of a certain age oh i think that's 14 or 15 complete something that's the only criteria and uh, the, that system is actually very lucid you don't have admission in any college or school or anything or you don't need to join tuitions for that all you need to do is um, so the maharashtra board website releases the form dates and they allocate you a center and you have to that center is usually a school so you need to go there and do the submissions they ask you to do if you have internal marks they ask you i mean they help you and cooperate with you in all those internal marks system and laboratory works etc you do that well you get your hall ticket and you write board exam just like any other 10th aspirant okay wait you know since pushkar is getting you know all uh, segregated in this conversation let me include him in so pushkar you mentioned you were you did your external education this even i did not know at all so What is that like? You studied at home, or were you like all uh, faki baji as you did in college? Eleven, twelve. I basically it was an exam. I only had to go for exams, and the rest of the time it was like two or three hours a day. We had uh, tuitions that that were in Kolhapur itself. Like point is that none of the tuitions actually helped me with anything. That's a whole different story. But yeah. But then what were you studying? Um, like science again? No, no. I was uh, I was like preparing for CLAT. Uh, you know. Acha. Yeah. So that was a whole thing. Like I don't think I really understood the entire mechanics of um, what I was getting myself into at, mm-hmm. in terms of at least higher education. But yeah, that's what it was. And um, I think the biggest advantage uh, having an external education what it gave me was I had a lot of free time to kind of um, do things that 
i normally didn't get to do during school so basically like uh, explore a lot more go do photography uh, read books you know watch movies all that stuff that i do still uh, to this day and uh, it gave me this sense of like it made me realize this there's a sense of calm that you can have if you aren't constantly you know in this uh, work routine or this kind of hustle routine that you that a lot of uh, children are uh, you know forced into from like basically as, uh, from the time that they can stand up like i had this good experience of just taking things slow just uh, you know internalizing and sitting and just uh, you know ruminating with my thoughts and you know not just constantly doing stuff but actually like uh, sitting down and thinking about things and thinking about what i wanted to do or what i wanted to be just like a lot of introspective stuff which uh, you know you might say ruined me but then again a jurist still out we'll 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 uh, find out <laughs> okay but you know i was talking to one of my friends he was uh, i met him during college and we also worked together so this person was also homeschooled but for i think uh, in the early part of his uh, days he mentioned though one thing that the only drawback that he felt from you know homeschooling was not being able to meet friends or having that you know school bonding which you have so how was that for you i think uh, this wasn't the case for me because i am an ambivert uh, and i like to communicate with people i mean i wouldn't say talk because when you talk not necessarily it is meaningful but when you communicate you have something to exchange and i know this was too deep shit and copy paste <laughs> code times but i mean it yeah most of the time on this podcast we are just talking and uh, there's like 25% communication and 75% just us talking about stuff so yeah we get it <laughs> but i think um, i mean my parents have a huge friend circle and you know i was always very close to people who are not my age beat i used to talk to my grandparents and sometimes when their friends used to visit i used to talk to them so basically i used to interact with every single person who is a part of my life not necessarily he or she is of my age or of my circle what happens in a school is that uh, in general if you see in one classroom there are many like minded people there are groups and more or less they are of the same background uh, it happens in colleges that you might have people from diverse backgrounds but at least in schools as far as i have observed you have people with similar tendencies similar parental backgrounds or whatever so i think i got to experience more diversity i think i got to experience a lot diversity in my friend circle plus i have done like creative workshops like i have done a workshop in rjing or radio jockeying as they say or i have been a part of a bengaluru camp in valley school and i have been part of other things i have participated in a competition which expected people from different schools to participate in groups and i was the only person who didn't have any school name attached to me so i was the sole leader of my own team which consisted of only me but i think such experiences build you and more importantly it is not important to i mean you know you can have like hundreds of friends in your friend list and not be able to call a single person out of it but i think homeschooling gave me this confidence that i can connect with anyone and i don't need to know that person wow i i know how to start a conversation janvi is giving me life lessons and you know i'm reflecting on my life um getting uh, <laughs> i need serious therapy now <laughs> after this. yeah i think i think you just blew anshul's mind <laughs> i'm like i'm i'm going through my contacts and like there's nobody i, I can call i studied psychology for 2 years <laughs> oh awesome Okay, hello. I I'm, I'm sitting right here, okay? Please. Okay, okay, fine. But okay, ha. Huh. Uh, as I was coming to, now you mentioned that okay, you seem to very ambivert person and all of that. Now, after that you transitioned to a schooling system I think in 11 12th, right? And uh, then now you are in St. Xavier's Mumbai. 
so how was the transition like because you know before that you never had that um, structural study format and then you're the thrown into this uh, education system that uh, you have 60 other people and even though if they're like minded or not but you have to deal with them right on a constant basis as well as you have teachers uh, so who you have to respect so in my case it was 130 oh wow okay in my case it was a class of 130 <laughs> and um, you know i think uh, before getting into a formal system it is weird but i was a little confident because you know there are certain things people are very afraid of while getting into colleges like will they be able to interact with people will they be able to cope with the study methods i was quite sure that okay i will be able to make good friends or i will be able to adjust to the methods i mean i never really forced myself to you know be the perfect student from the day one because um there was this incident um i i mean that it was my first lecture on my first day of college and while i was walking towards my classroom i asked a, like someone around me that what is the etiquette to greet a teacher because so far i didn't know like i have always shown respect to people but i don't know what you do when a teacher enters the class like in movies and all they stand up but is it true uh-huh. <laughs> and, and i think uh, my my problems were you know very subtle uh, i remember i was writing my first midterm exam in college i finished my paper properly and my question was how am i supposed to tie my answer sheet <laughs> I mean, okay. it's so weird. Like even I never thought that I will face this hurdle. Or you know, there was this time I didn't know how many pens I'm supposed to carry to college. I used to have like twenty-five pens in my pouch because I I don't know. I never had to carry. I never had to carry a backpack in my homeschooling journey. So I don't know how many pens you require in a college. Oh, you never really think that these small small things which you take for granted. It, I found it very extremely weird that you know you can't just get up and just tell your professor that you need to use washroom and get out of the class. Like it's so weird that you just have to sit there for that duration of time. Like it's so. Stressful. What you can't ask? I think that's the basic thing. You can ask. You can't ask that in the middle of a lecture. Why can't you do that? I asked my benchmate that, and she's like, "No, it appears rude." And then you, and also I heard one of the professors yell that other students that, "Why can't you just balance the thing?" And it's weird. this weird situations that we encounter in school it is weird how you need to monitor your water intake in a classroom but i i was very emotionally attached to my professors and peers too like uh, i remember on the first day of college a professor said that we as teachers always have expectations from students and we never really ask what you as students expect from us and i got up and said i was homeschooled for 10 years and i don't know how this works So I want you to guide me through all this and deal with my silly doubts. And he actually de- dealt with my silly doubts and helped me. And he till date helps me even in online college. So I think I received a good amount of support from my teachers. Yeah, it's good that you went to Saint Xavier's Bombay, Mumbai. Sorry. Yeah, no, Anshul. Even you are a teacher's pet, right? Like you should be able to relate. What teachers? No, I was never a teacher's pet. Come on. I mean, you're recording a podcast uh, series with your teacher right now. No, it's not about being teachers. I had good relations with everybody. it's it's that like uh, i used to balance everything out and my thing was that why do you want to get into troubles with somebody whom you might require help from or in general right you know i'm sure they you know we make fun of them and we do you know amongst friends about some teachers and all of that but ultimately some of them are good and it's not like i know everybody but with some of them i mean i think I'm, it again drops down to communicating well Oh, I have been angry at my psychology professor though once. <laughs> Why? Okay, this is an interesting thing. <laughs> oh, so what happened? It was um, she was teaching something, some concept, and um, I had different views and opinions. So I stood up in the class and I said, and she acknowledged those really well, but somehow I didn't feel convinced enough. 
we had this kind of a debate and i think um, when i'm looking back at my own 11th grade self i think it was very brave of me to just you know interact with a professor in such a way because i was homeschooled and i had no idea what it could have you know thrown in front of me i had no idea of the consequences of debating with a professor and even she took it in a such a healthy way and i am proud to say my stand was entirely wrong and she recommended me good books and that's another thing which college taught me that when you actually open your mouth not necessarily people will shut you because i had this fear somewhere at the back of my mind when i joined college that people might not like me or uh, people might not want to acknowledge that i am different than them and it happened sometimes it happened in a very indirect way because nobody really wanted to have a direct conversation with me because i was too straightforward in my stand and i think the major reason behind that is that i don't know how this works and when you don't know something it is the best to you know be straightforward with your doubts you get quicker solution yeah this i can 100% agree to like it's not about just uh, not knowing about something but for every aspect in your life from what i've observed you know even back like from my school days it was a very traditional style schooling which i had uh, done like i was always silent and i'm still am like i'm not i'm a very non confrontational person like maybe uh, exactly opposite to you not an ambivert introvert in that way like i had problems but whenever there was an issue right whenever i disagreed with something i always used to voice it out in the fact that you know in a very cordial manner in a one on one manner i i was not the person to create a scene in front of a class but i would go to that person and you know one on one i can have a, like a long debate and all of that and i loved those teachers who never shut me like as you mentioned right even if you're wrong if they try to explain you and uh, they understand your point and they try to correct you and make you logically understand instead of you know i'll you know you ask a problem and if they don't know it they say ha ah, i'll deal with it tomorrow or you can come back to me later something like that or they say ki ha ha we'll study about this later these teachers i hated even like i remember like physics was something which i absolutely enjoyed and till i think class 6 7 or even 8 right i used to read books outside the syllabus like whatever the prescribed syllabus is you know i, I loved it i i, I only used to non fiction i think pushkar hates me for that and uh, you know reading constant non fiction i used to out ask very tough doubts or i used to ask things out of syllabus and i can absolutely understand the frustration from all the different students and you know i am that person who is asking something out of the syllabus but only for that subject because i really enjoyed it i hated all my teachers even though i loved physics i hated all my teachers up in i think class 7 or 8 in class 9 this one new teacher came in he was assistant professor or something of that kind and he used to address all the questions right in the class or he used to be like wait let's go in the library after class and we'll discuss it i used to skip my sports class you know that is why i've become fat now i can blame him for that i think i would like to add two things on this um i think firstly and in your case and in mine i think the kind of confidence we had was the confidence of owning up if we made a mistake and that is something i got through homeschooling i don't remember getting scolded for making a mistake i remember getting scolded for not realizing the scope of my mistake that is something i have <laughs> gotten scolding for but i think you know when your parents or i would say people around me because i believe my parents are not the only people who have influenced me and pe- and that list includes pushkar as well so i think wow. all of them were very open to acknowledging that it's okay you're a kid you can make mistakes and even when you're an adult and when you can't do much about your mistakes acknowledging it is the best thing you can do to move on and i think even in the case of psychology professor she acknowledged that it is okay if you're feeling this it's all right you don't know it and hence you have this thought and she admired that i was thinking about something spontaneously so that's one thing and another point being i never really had a syllabus in homeschooling 
I have followed CBSC, ICSC, IGCSC, and state boards simultaneously. So, <laughs> uh, so the, you know, I used to get books of all the boards for a given standard, and I used to pick out the best. For example, I really enjoyed ICSC physics, but I love the kind of Marathi and Hindi syllabus state board has, or I loved the way CBSC presented their social sciences and Sanskrit. So that's how I used to design. I never had a firm fixed set of textbooks till like class tenth, like. I was appearing for SSC, uh, State Board, tenth exam, and hence I chose that. Nice. You know, one point maybe you know we'll address that. My meeting is getting over, so we'll have to send a new link. But before that, we can touch upon this and close out the whole homeschooling topic because then we'll have a nice rant about online education. But before that, I have to address the fact that it is very very important. I think from a parental standpoint, because they have to take the decision, right? Because your any student who has ever undergone homeschooling. um has no idea about what school or home school is right the parents who are taking that decision and i think there is a major factor as well you know when uh, parents are struggling to make the ends meet they're themselves busy so much in work or things like that they don't you know it's like okay let's give him to the school and that person uh, the Uh, the kid will manage right even my uh, parents face similar situations many times but it's the initiative right even my parents have been in the situation more than initiative our homeschooling was never about they are my parents and they will say something and i will obey we were always a team and we have always worked together as a team my i remember my parents used to take me with them to their meetings and i used to sit back and just observe how their client talks to them or how they talk to their clients and that's how i also learned how to take minutes of the meeting I used to like take a cute diary and I used to write down whatever my dad is saying and whatever his client is saying and you know pretend to be his personal assistant. And I believe there was always a fair amount of understanding between me, my dad, and my mom that they are going to face challenges. And there were times uh, we have failed at certain things in my homeschooling, but we we were always a team and we had that spirit that it is okay. If there is an issue, we are going to solve this together. and i think after like sixth standard i had quite an idea that my homeschooling is my responsibility and i started taking that responsibility i don't remember a single person coming in my room and reminding me janhvi now start studying padhne baitho phone side mein rakho no one has ever said that to me i'm feeling so much jealous in fact my father got a really high speed wifi <laughs> my father got a really high speed wifi when he realized that i like to use internet in my homeschooling that's a big deal in kolhapur by the way i can understand like it's a big yeah, deal even in kolkata <laughs> we have we have an optical fiber like we have that deepest version of bsnl wifi you can get but still bsnl right okay fine we'll move on um, <laughs> but okay well <laughs> one last question if you had to give one disadvantage first and one advantage for homeschooling what would that be you know as a you know people who are listening to us they have understood you know both the points are actually the same oh okay wow i think both can be put in one sentence it is that uh, till a point you understand your responsibility your parents and your peers are going to be your best judge people around you are going to determine the course of your homeschooling so i think it is a very big advantage and disadvantage at the same time like i'm lucky that in my case people around me and my parents really helped me to grow but in other cases i mean i have seen cases where it didn't work out well yeah i can absolutely agree it's all about the kind of surroundings you are in and plus my parents are very open to to me like whenever i used to go them go to them and tell them that i'm not liking this or i don't think i can pursue this further after like putting my whole heart into hindustani singing i one day i just declared that i'm never going to sing again and my parents never pressurized me for that I mean, music was the reason why I started homeschooling initially. 
no but you know you you have interests develop over time you can't be like you know you have one interest and that goes on forever in your life you know i wanted to be an astronaut okay still True. want to go to space but <laughs> my uh, point is my parents never ever pressurized me and they were always open to listen always open and very approachable so kudos to them for you know putting it to home school but in other cases this might not happen yeah yeah i can absolutely ask. but you know before we get cut off randomly let me send you guys a new link and then we'll rant a bit about online education <laughs> yes. yeah we need to we need to get your opinions on uh, these things online yeah. education oh for sure for sure thank you for listening to this episode follow us on social media and do let us know if you want to be part of the next episode till then live long and prosper